Hello, and welcome to the first of a series of podcasts describing a particular form of devotion to the Blessed Virgin Mary that was vigorously promoted by St. Louis-Marie de Montfort, and that is given various names, such as True Devotion to the Blessed Virgin, Total Consecration to Jesus Christ through the Blessed Virgin, or even The Holy Slavery of the Blessed Virgin. In later episodes of this podcast we will look at some of those names, but first let me introduce myself and then go on to tell you a little about St. Louis-Marie de Montfort, who he was, and why he promoted this form of devotion so vigorously. I am Father Paul Allerton, and I am a member of the Company of Mary, usually known to people as the Montfort Missionaries, that was founded about 1715 by St. Louis-Marie de Montfort. So who was our founder? Louis-Marie Grignon was a French priest living at the end of the 17th and the beginning of the 18th centuries. Born in 1673 in the small town of Montfort-sur-Meur in Brittany, he later became more widely known as Father de Montfort, or the priest from Montfort, a name which he himself seemed to prefer to his family name of Grignon. He was educated by the Jesuits in their college in Rennes, then studied for the priesthood at the famous Seminary of Saint-Sulpice in Paris. He was ordained priest in Paris in June 1700, and soon started out on his preferred form of priestly ministry, the preaching of parish missions in parts of Brittany and the Vendée. Most of his sixteen years of priestly ministry until his early death in 1716 were devoted to this form of ministry which was his real speciality. To place this in its context we have to look back at the Protestant Reformation which began to all intents and purposes with Martin Luther's 95 Theses, a protest against certain practices of the Catholic Church that he pinned to the door of the church in Wittenberg on the 31st of October 1517. What followed was the biggest schism in the Christian Church since the 12th century, the Reformation. In 1545 the Council of Trent, called by Pope Paul III to try to counteract this Reformation and to put in place reforms that were intended to meet all the complaints of the Reformers, finally opened and continued its work until 1563. The reforms that it called for became known as the Counter-Reformation and included many measures to give sound teaching to all the faithful and to give a better training to the priests and religious. In France, unfortunately, the implementation of the Council of Trent's reforms was delayed by the civil wars known as the Wars of Religion that tore the French Church apart from 1562 until 1598. They were finally brought to an end by the Edict of Nantes by which King Henry IV agreed to allow the French Protestants known as the Huguenots to practice their religion in their own way. For the next century the Catholic Church in France was able to put in place all the reforms called for by the Council of Trent. Seminaries were opened for the proper theological training of priests, led by such great figures as St. Vincent de Paul, Father Jean-Jacques Ollier, 
and St. John Eudes, and as the clergy became better equipped to lead their flocks in the truth, one of the principal means adopted by the French Church to pass on to the ordinary faithful the reforms of the Council was the preaching of parish missions. These were instituted in the northwest of France, where St. Louis-Marie de Montfort was to carry out his ministry, by Michel Lenobletz, the Jesuit Blessed Julien Monoir, and Jean Le Duget, who was still involved in this work at the time of St. Louis-Marie, and with whom Louis-Marie worked for a short period. A parish mission in those days was a period of two or three weeks when a parish, or sometimes a group of parishes, would be visited by the mission priests, who would preach every day, sometimes as many as three times a day, on the most important beliefs and practices of the Catholic faith, would hear confessions for much of the day, and in general would try to instruct people in the faith and bring them to a more conscious and a deeper practice of their Christian commitments. Through these parish missions the Catholic Church in France became a vibrant example of what the Counter-Reformation had set out to bring about, and it was in this context that St. Louis-Marie de Montfort dedicated his priestly ministry to this work. St. Louis-Marie's avowed aim in all the missions that he preached was to bring the Catholic people who came to the missions to a deeper understanding of what it meant to be a baptised Christian or Catholic, and to enable them to renew their resolve to live the Christian life that they had undertaken in their baptism to the fullest possible extent. He did this in various ways, some of them following the patterns established by Julien Monoir and Jean Le Duget, while others were quite innovative. For example, he devised special ceremonies in which the ordinary Catholics were actively involved. He wrote a large number of hymns which he set to popular tunes of his day so that people would sing them and remember what they said. The centrepiece of most of his missions was a special celebration in which using all kinds of symbols and symbolic gestures, he got the people to renew their baptismal commitment and to sign what he called a covenant with God, a written promise to be ever more faithful to the practice of the faith. It is clear from all this that his main concern was the relationship of the people with Jesus Christ, their only Saviour. All that he did, preached or wrote, was for that purpose and he makes this intention clear especially in a couple of sections of his famous book True Devotion to the Blessed Virgin. There he says, Jesus our Saviour, true God and true man, is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end of everything. In him alone we have been blessed with every spiritual blessing. He is the only teacher from whom we must learn, the only Lord on whom we should depend the only head to whom we should be united, and the only model that we should imitate. He is the only physician that can heal us, the only shepherd that can feed us, the only way that can lead us, the only truth that we can believe, the only life that can animate us. He alone is everything to us, and he alone can satisfy all our desires. It could hardly be clearer, could it? 
and yet one of his favourite ways of getting people to renew their baptismal commitment to live a Christian life was through speaking and writing about devotion to our Blessed Lady, the Mother of Jesus Christ. This might seem strange in the light of what we have just seen regarding his aim in his missions. So why did he concentrate so much on this devotion to Our Lady? Well, he believed that the easiest and surest way to come to a knowledge of Jesus himself and what he wanted from us was through knowledge of and a real affection for the mother of Jesus. At the very beginning of his most famous written work, which is usually known simply as True Devotion to the Blessed Virgin, he writes, It was through the Blessed Virgin Mary that Jesus Christ came into the world, and it is also through her that he must reign in the world. In this series of podcasts, we are going to explain why he says this and why he sees devotion to Mary as the best way to be faithful to Jesus Christ. This episode has been meant to place this in the context of St. Louis Mary's life and work. We hope you will follow it up by subscribing to the episodes that follow. Goodbye for now and God bless you.